Welcome again to uh, the Winter Holy Ghost Forums uh, at, at <laughs> in the United States of America and globally. <laughs> From Barrington, New Jersey, the venue of Good News Family Worship Center. Uh, we're going into our third session on Saturday, and the previous two sessions have been absolutely astounding. And I, there's still such a an anointing and presence and inspiration on through in the panel to pick up where we are just on. But for those of you who are maybe watching for the first time, please redeem time and invest into hearing what the God said in the previous two sessions, or last night as well. It's amazing what he has done so far. But to this generation. But we were just encouraging... Um, some of the younger generation that's here before we came back on live, um, just encouraging them to take the torch that God is passing to their generation. And I was just sharing with them that there's been there's been a mantle on every generation, and every generation God was revealing something in that generation um, in His Word. And then there was always the demonstration of the Spirit of God in that generation, which brought us from one place of glory to the next place of glory to the next place of glory. But because of the return of Jesus Christ and because of prophetic events that are going to happen, I didn't share this, but because of the prophetic events that are going to begin, we are seeing them unfolding. Number one, when, when President Trump, and I will say President Trump, I will not call him Trump, or Donald Trump. Donald Trump was Donald Trump back then, but he is now the president appointed by God himself in this office Amen. and has been a spokesman for him. And when he had uh, um, recognized that Jerusalem Hallelujah. was the capital of Israel, divine events began to take place. And Good and evil. Good and evil, but they're prophetic events that God has and said these things will begin to happen. And that's why there's so much opposition against them. But I want to get back to this generation. Many generations, I think of Maria Etter Woodworth and, the, and the, how God used her and divine um, encounters that she had with the Lord Jesus and frozen for three days. Yeah, caught in a stance. Caught while she was preaching in a stance. A trance for eyes, three days. And her eyes never blinked. She never had any bodily movements or functions or anything. She stayed frozen there. And suspended I don't know the number of Suspended in time. How many, how many numbers of people i don't know the number that came thousands that I, I know thousands but received healings miracles and salvation yeah because it was a sign and wonder why not and miracle why not it's going to take demonstrations like this yeah. in different ways to catch the eye of the unbeliever and so that's why God spoke. I believe he did in the last session. I believe there's still more coming from this generation here to my right. But I believe there's things that the purity and the holiness of God is so important for the pure move of the Holy Ghost 
trust me, there will be a counterfeit. Yeah. But you'll see the counterfeit because of what you read, hon, about the teeth and their gnashing. Yeah. And this gra- there, there's going to be a, a, a counterfeit against the divine move and encounters of God. And the Lord, the Lord would say this, that you can look at the state of California and the influence controlling it, the, the dark influence, as a manifestation of the generation that was just read. So this mantle that God is, is placing on, he is, it's going to be an, a powerful um, anointing in the mantle. But the Lord, because I see this, I don't, God, help me explain this, get this out correctly. Because of the technology and how quickly you pick that up, it's just like it was born in you. For this generation, God already provides for each generation, okay? So when we were intricately and developed and formed in our mother's womb, it was for that generation of what he wanted us to excel in. Yes. Do you understand that? Amen. And so because of that, the wisdom of God is also going to manifest in the speediness and the quickness of it. But to stay mature in him is to stay obedient to his word. You can never, never separate the word and the spirit, but to take hold of and grasp hold, take hold and hold tightly the things that are being even spoken and imparted to you today that of the things of the spirit. Amen. You cannot have one without the other. So this torch that God is going to put in your hands, yes, there's going to be a purification. There's going to be that embracing of his holiness and, and moving on with God and, and, and there might be a jeering and a, and a mocking and all this that might come from, from others and other, the other side or whatever. Who cares about that? You have the garment of who he is on you. Amen. Amen. I want to say this one thing. I just, and I'll pass it on to Carrie. Just this one thing. I've noticed this on a lot of even, even, and I want, I'm saying this as a warning, okay? Amen. Let our speech be pure and wholesome. Let our speech be pure and wholesome. And I'm even hearing it slip out of even different, even our, our, of course, all of our attention is on politics and what's going on. But even on, and I will say this on the air, even on Fox News, there was maybe five years ago, I never heard them cursing like they are. And I'll say it, like saying damn, hell, things like that. Don't slip back into that because it's being spoken. And you might say, oh, that's a conservative, you know, network. And, and we look up to people and we just start allowing these things in our own speech. And it's in churches where we, it's okay. It's not okay. Keep our language, keep our everything pure and wholesome. And um, and I just want to let it go there. Good. Praise Tara. God. Tara. Yes, so we bless this generation. That yes, we do. Up. Hallelujah. Yeah, with the fire of God. In Jesus' mighty name. And we're going to pray for you at the end if that's yeah. okay, okay? But for the fire of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> um, 
in the last session, um, I just, I, I feel there's somebody viewing, there's somebody watching. Don't let your voice be silent. Don't let it be shut down. Don't be intimidated by the enemy. The enemy uses people to intimidate us and shuts us down, which causes our faith to become stagnant. And we won't see the mighty things of God move in our own lives. The devil is doing everything he can to slow down and stop and stifle and snuffle out the very essence and life of God. Because he knows what's coming. Amen. Do we remind him of what's coming? How often? Not that it should be often, but anybody ever get hit for, for about things that they've done in their past? Sure. Do you see the mighty lion roaring? Because they're just thoughts of the enemy to stop because he knows that God is moving. I know there's a girl I was, I was, I've been praying and the Lord said that there's a, a girl who's watching and she too is a pastor's kid. She's a woman. Thank you, Lord. You have so much to give. There's so much inside of you and you know it. Do not be afraid. You step out. You're not to be like your mom. You're not to be like your dad. You're to be you. And you find your identity in him. Wow. Yes, Lord. You find your identity in your relationship with the Holy One. Thank you, Jesus. So I pray right now. We pray, Lord. Father, for this precious jewel. Thank you, Jesus. Father, that you would draw her so ever close to you right now. Father, that your anointing would touch her. And Father, that you would break every bit of intimidation. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. And I declare that you shall come into the fullness and walk in the fullness of God. And the calling that he has on your life. In the name of Jesus. Jesus mighty name. And I heard restoration. Hallelujah. And do not think. That because of things, and yes, we all know that I went through a season of life, okay? So I'm not basing this on this. But I will say this because the enemy tried to shut me up, okay? And tried to keep what I went through from keeping me from progressing and walking forward and standing up in the place that God has put me. Come on. Do not, if you are one that was a casualty... If you were one that experienced so much pain that you decided to not run with the Lord anymore. You take your place back. Come on. You stand in that place with authority. And you run with the torch. 
in the very fire of God. My God goes before me. My God is beside me. My God is on this side. He's on that side. He is my rear guard. He goes before you. You will never be alone. And the very, very purpose of God will come into fruition. For it is by For it is by my presence and my power and my promise that these things will transpire and come to pass. Hallelujah. Now, And even for those that are even, have you, you've been a casualty, and there's been many in the church. Yeah. And you have stood in the place of the fivefold ministry, and God has forgiven you and is restoring. There's others around you that watch the casualty, but they don't want you to rise up to the place that God wants you to be in. And I say this to you in encouragement. Get moving. Get moving in the direction with God. Hallelujah. He'll hold your hand. Yes, Jesus Lord. will. He'll walk side by side with you. Mm-hmm. And David was, look at all the different ones in the Bible. Don't let anybody bring intimidation to the calling of God on your life. Amen. Amen. And God says, what I did for my servant Job, I will also do for you. And the gainsayers will have their place. But know this, I will bring my double portion to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Do not let stigma, a stigma from yeah. the enemy, Come on. attach itself to you. That's good, Karen. Okay? Do not let a stigma attach itself to you. The only one who brings up your past is the enemy. He's the only one that will bring up your past. Whether it comes through your thought realm. Or human agency. Or through people. He's the only one that will bring it up. Your past is forgiven and is washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. Jesus, the blood, the blood. He doesn't remember. He doesn't remember. Hallelujah. Praise God. This, now, I'm going to do something right here because the Lord has shown me something. But it has what we don't even know and not what things that Carrie said, casualty or anything like that. But in the light of you are not your mother, you are not your father, you have your own identity. Mariah, would you come up here a moment? Thank you, Lord. I want... I want Carrie's to stand right here. Over here, sweetheart. Al, please. Yeah. Turn around and face me a moment, Mariah. I pray that the release of this word and the, the impact of it and what God has placed in you and how he has placed a calling on you, um, that in the appointed time of God, you know, God calls us. And he has chosen us. But there seems to be, in that calling, there's an, a divine appointed time where the anointing on that calling is stirred up. Yeah. And the release of it, no more confusion, 
there's been prophetic words that have been spoken over you already. And, but the Lord says, look for my divine appointed time. Separate yourself to him. If you don't know how to do it, ask the Lord to show you because my separation is different than my husband's separation. Yeah, absolutely. I can't do it the way he does it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because I have my own identity in the Lord. And so, but when he does this, make sure you separate yourself. So I'm just asking Carrie to just lay her hands on you and just receive the PK to PK. Yeah, from one PK to another PK. And just let God and I see things that were trying to be pulled out from you and away from you. And these things will even try to point its finger and, and make you feel like that you can't be one to carry the torch. Yeah. But you are one that will carry the torch. And God is going to do something so powerful in your life. And I can't say the rest of it. Okay. But... Just receive the anointing of God. Carrie, go ahead and lay hands. Those of you who are here and those watching, stretch, stretch our hands out, out towards Mariah. Father, we praise you and worship you. Thank you for the impartation and the anointing. Is that the congruence in the spirit? La stondo, stestara vistea sedikes de la vostan de la bambrenia de la vost. Divine Dorostea impartation. Pradasi balastondo darai. Basteme baston de legest. Prodosu castelevis. Jesus. Murstustos daravas de steadabakost. In the name of Jesus. Precate. 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 Write the script, Holy Spirit. We thank you for writing the script. Thank you, Lord, for the personal script. Palastondo and plan and purpose. The divine assignment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The divine assignment. In Jesus' name. Being fulfilled. Coming to pass. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Do you have a word, honey? You had those, yeah. You had, Lord gave you two things. One for her and Cindy. 
Okay. So um, I'm going to, Go if I can, I just uh, step in here. The, um, the, what the Lord's been really showing me, especially for uh, this generation, yeah. this generation uh, that was mentioned 40s under, um, there's just a, a very strong influence with social media streams various streams and what i what the lord was really showing me is um that there's such an influence ungodly influence in the social media streams that it's affecting if i could say a disconnect in passing in the passing of the torch so there's a disconnect that that's been the enemy's been uh trying to advance and so there was a picture that i saw of an army that's been that for years uh generations decades the past decades of a strong army that's been marching and then it faded wow i can't hear the footsteps so there's been like a disconnect and it's because of a strong influence. Well, how does that work? How does the, the social media and, the, and all that really affect us? Well, because it, there's, a, there's a turning and there's a pulling and a drawing towards the flesh. And so there's such a drawing and a pulling. Everything that we've been seeing, demonstrated, been hearing from, uh, from the, the time that we started the forums the, on Friday night, last night at the beginning, just getting right, shot put it right into the spirit yes. and into the, the things of the spirit. Those, that from that moment, continuing, this is what the enemy wants to keep the gener- generation that there's a faint footstep marching from getting into. And there's a battle of, of the flesh and the spirit that's happening. And it's strong. It's a strong, strong battle. And, you know, Elena and I both were, were prompted and, and drawn towards the scripture in, in Galatians in chapter 5. And if you have something that you, that you please pull me off. In Galatians chapter 5. Hallelujah. Yeah. Um, I ha- in verse 16, it says this. I say then, there was something before that, and I know it'll come back to me. But I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. They're in contrary to one another. Mm-hmm. So that you not do, so that you do not do the things that you wish. You know, a lot of times, uh, Christians doesn't matter young, old. A lot of times, Christians, believers in Christ, wish and desire and think of the moments and think of the things that they, the place they would love to be in the Lord. Come on. There's a wish and a desire and a hope to be in that place. 
thriving, victorious, moving on in the spirit, moving on in God and growing in him. But there's a battle that's taken place. Verse 18, but if you are led by the spirit, you're not under the law. Hallelujah. I'm sorry, say again. Yeah. This verse 18, but if you're, if you are led by the spirit, you're not under the law. You know, this battle that's taken place is so, so strong and it's wanting to pull and draw, not even just this generation, but it's filtering into the older generation. Why? Because the older generations are wanting to try to keep up with what's happening. And now there's a pooling and there's a separating away from the Lord and, and trying to keep up with the generation of young. Because the place that the young is in is already in this, this entangled relationship with the world and the flesh, which comes through the social media aspects. Okay. Are they evil? Maybe the intentions may have been, depending on which it was, but there's a lot of good intention through social media if it's used right properly and, and for advancing the kingdom of God. Amen. But there's so much that is so against advancing the kingdom of God that there's an entangled relationship with the generation of young into the social media. And the older generations tend to try to now keep up with and, and now get entangled also. And there's a working of the enemy and there's such a strong pull in this arena of the flesh fighting against the spirit come on and for us to move on and to advance and advance into the things of the spirit of god advance into the walking in the spirit like we see in verse 16 walking in the spirit like what we've been hearing last night going on and even in the songs the melodies and singing unto one another and 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 stirring ourselves up in the lord we have to eliminate the entanglement Come on. Yes, sir. We have to separate ourselves from the entanglement. Amen. We have to get into the place of coming before the Lord, taking, having some, some responsibility of what you've been doing with your own time. Come on. And taking that initiative to say, you know what? Enough's enough. I'm taking a stand. I'm separating and pulling these things away from what's been distracting me. Come on. Amen. It's time to get rid of the entanglements so that we can walk that pure life in the spirit and that pure life, unadulterated life in the spirit. Amen. 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 Did you want to tap in? So um, if you keep reading further down, I just want to read a little bit more here. Um. Actually, I'm going to read verse 17 from uh, the Amplified Bible. For the desires of the flesh are opposed to the Holy Spirit. And the desires of the Spirit are opposed to the flesh, the godless human nature. They are antagonistic against each other, continually withstanding and in conflict with one another. So that you are not free, but are prevented from doing what you desire to do. What your spirit man desires yes. to do. Amen. Now, 
this verse, he talks about, um, verse 19, of the doings of the flesh are clear. They are immorality, impurity, indecency, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, anger, selfishness, divisions, party spirit, peculiar opinions and heresies, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and the like. I warn you beforehand, such as I did previously, that those who do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. If we walk by the flesh, we do not inherit the kingdom of God. Yeah. Now, he, go, we, he goes on to talk about the fruits of the Spirit. You know, uh, uh, just before we continue, and all, continue on with the fruit of the Spirit, is this. If your thoughts are so consumed, and the thoughts that you're constantly uh, being attacked with, bludgeoned with, concerning fleshly things, that means that you're in an arena that's danger zone. There's a danger zone. There's a reason why your thoughts are so consumed with the flesh and the things that we've, that was just read through this, these verses right here, the, the deeds of the flesh. And if there's a constant battle and a constant struggle, that means that there has to be a change in what you're putting before your eyes. Come on. Uh, there has to be a Amen. change at, in, in what you're putting and feeding in your thoughts and your spirit, man. It means there, there's not enough of diving in, digging into the spirit, into the, the things of the spirit and the things that God is endeavoring for us to get into. That means there needs to be a, a drawing, a, a, a pressing in, digging deep, a little more fervor, a little more hunger to drive into the things of the spirit because the flesh is now beginning to speak a little bit louder with a louder voice. Why? Because there's something that's pulling our attention. There's something that's drawing our attention and pulling us away. And now the voice of the flesh is getting louder. Amen. So it's time that now to realize, okay, my thoughts are so consumed. I need to get these thoughts captivated by the word of God and allow the word of God now to be the filter to what's happening up in here. Yes, 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 yes. And, you know, this happens, you know, the word says to redeem the time. Amen. Amen. There are so many things with, with media today that suck your time. Oh, my goodness. And you don't even realize it. You go on one thing. You, you, you're like, I got five minutes. I'm going to check this one thing. And then what happens? Before you know it, it's, it's like, oh, my call. gosh, it's been an hour. And the, the, the world has the term with everything you know on the Internet. Called, there's a term called clickbait. You ever heard that? There are things that they put in front of you that is bait, literally, to pull you, to get you to go, oh, what's that? Oh, what's that? Right? To get you, it is. It's the spirit of the world. It's pulling you. Just a second, just a quick look, right? But it's not. See, it's a trap that you get sucked into. And honestly, you could sit there and you realize, man, it's been so long. And and do you ever stop and ask yourself, what did I even accomplish in the first? Well, like, what did I accomplish? Did I accomplish anything? Because most of the time you didn't, you sat there and just were just, just like, it was like you just, all this stuff was just thrown at you. And what did it actually prosper you? Do you feel closer to the people on Facebook? Do you feel more connected to them after you've been on there for hours looking through all their stuff? (laughs) No, you don't. How about TV? You don't know anything more. Even television, anything that you just sit there and, you know, the flesh goes into a zone and you're just like, you're just kind of zone out. You don't even think about what am I watching? What am I listening to? What am I even doing right now? The flesh completely takes over. See, 
believers are not walking. We, as the body of Christ, we're not walking by the Spirit. That's why the church is sleepy. That's why the church is not accomplishing the things that God set in place for us to do because we're still drawn too much by the flesh. Come on. Beyond the fruits of the spirit. Verse 25 says, if we live by the Holy Spirit, then let us walk by the spirit. If by the Holy Spirit, we have our life in God then let us go forward walking in line, our conduct controlled by the Spirit. Hallelujah. See, if we're full of the Spirit, and that's why the life, that's why it's so important for believers, don't just get saved. You've got to be filled with the Holy Spirit because you cannot accomplish the, the full will of God for your life without the Spirit of God. The gifts, the talents, the, the knowledge, the, everything he's put into you, you cannot be as effective for God. You can't be fully effective without the Holy Spirit's work in you. Amen. Daniel, I saw you, Danny, I'm sorry. I saw you. You play the guitar in your head all the time and your body almost can't even control itself because you want to play the guitar all the time. Your, your muscles just go for it. And I heard the Lord say this. If you will allow the Holy Spirit to take control, he will use those gifts and talents to prophesy through your instrument, to break strongholds, to set people free, to deliver, to cause demonic influences, to crumble. But it has to be turned over to the Holy Spirit. And this is true of every single thing in our lives. If you're, uh, if you're fabulous as a, a teacher or a writer or a speaker or athletic or whatever you're calling, you're, you're gifted with um, construction, math, whatever it might be. If you turn it over to the work of the Holy yes, Spirit, oh my God, the, the, the sky's the limit. But if you hold back and you still operate in the natural and under the flesh, you're not going to fulfill what God really has for you, what he truly planned for you. See, that's what Satan wants to say. No, no, no. You don't really need the Holy spirit. You're good. You're saved. You're born again. You have Jesus. It's all right. The Holy spirit's not really for you. It's only for some. No, it is not. The infilling of the Holy spirit is for every single person living and breathing. Because the work of the Holy Spirit allows us to be like Jesus. How do you think he was without, that he was tempted, but yet he never gave in? How do you think he accomplished all the things that God the Father set before him? Because he walked in the Spirit of God all the time. And don't think for a second, if you're a young person, don't think for a second that you have to wait until you're a certain age to finally tap in. absolutely not. No. I can remember as a young child, the Lord giving me prophetic songs. And you know how it came? I just talked. I began talking to the Lord. I began praising him, lifting up psalms and hymns. And I would just start just singing to him. And it might be something really stupid, like, I don't feel very good today. What's wrong with this? You know, I just like it was very, almost very carnal and natural minded. But, but the Lord begins to take over your spirit, man, begins to pray through. And then as I would begin to just kind of like just put everything on the Lord, he would begin to sing back to me. Yes. 
Yes. And I would hear myself literally singing a prophetic word over myself from the Lord. Hallelujah. And I can't tell you the struggles and the things that I went through as a teenager, (laughs) as a child, where I literally just poured my heart out in tears in song before the Lord. And he prophesied right back over me and the healing that came through through the spirit of God. Amen. Just spirit to spirit. Hallelujah. And I learned, man, it's all about communication. It's intimacy. See, it's not difficult. Don't think for a second that living by the spirit is difficult. It's you being attached like an umbilical cord to the father. And he's your lifeline. And the spirit is your lifeline. And you're pulling everything that you have, everything you are, your, your full identity, everything that you need, you're pulling from him. And you're sending everything that you are right back. And you are connected in the spirit. And that's where you begin to hear the voice of God. You begin to see what he sees. You begin to feel what he feels. Why? Because you're one with him. Amen. And that's the life of the spirit that he wants for every single one of us to, to live in. Amen. Not just, not just a few. It's for all. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Glory. I just want to say this. We choose that, it. That. Before the forum started and in my time, I think it was the day before just even praying in the Holy Ghost. Um, There's something about the Holy Ghost, you know, saying it that way. Um, uh, That the Lord spoke to me and said, I want the fruit of the Spirit to come out. Mention the fruit of the Spirit. And I'm watching how this all unfolded. But, you know, all that and, and bringing the fruit of the Spirit out, um, is, it's so wonderful to be empowered by the Holy Ghost and the baptism of the Holy Ghost because there's, it enhances the fruit of the Spirit. Yes, it does. Absolutely. And we're even taught, and, and Paul in his uh, letter to, Corinthian, to the Corinth church talked about you could... Even if you prophesy and, and did all these wonderful things and work miracles and all, but the greatest of all is love. Amen. You know, and love just encompasses all those fruit, the fruit of the spirit. Yeah. So love is a very powerful ingredient. I thought you could do a whole form just on love and a walk in the spirit. Yeah. And how to pray love in and how to know and understand the love of the father for yourself. Until you're connected to his love, you really can't connect to yourself in, with him. And you can't connect to your neighbor. Do you understand what I'm yeah. saying? In his love. How to love them. So, um, glory to God. This is good Hallelujah. Stuff. The generations. Hallelujah. Generation is changing. Hallelujah. Tim is something you know, what I really see, the forums are awesome. They're wonderful. If you could turn me down a little bit in this, uh, please, the base on this also. Uh, thank you, Jar. Um, what's the, the forums are awesome. We're seeing the Holy Ghost just demonstrate it. Uh, we're seeing precept, example, you know, court, from the Word of God, just the things, the flow of the Holy Ghost happening. And maybe this has not been a topic, so to speak, of what's what's been covered up to this point. 
We've been praying for a revival in, in this congr- for this congregation. And I know there's many congregations that are, and many individuals that are praying for revival. And I know that revival is a term that man has put on a condition that, that we as believers uh, would love to press into in that place of being completely, completely empty of ourself, completely yielded over to God via Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And Amen. I believe that for the heart cry of the, the those that are hungry, those that are desiring to come into that place, that place of totally emptying of ourself, our agendas, you, our excuses, our desires, and just coming into that place of just Father God. Yes, Lord. What is it that you would have for me? Amen. Just a total emptying of ourselves and wanting to know his heart. To know his, his, what his passion is. To know what his love is. We know his heart is for the lost. But for us to grow as a body into unity is for us to all be empty of ourselves. Our ambitions, our desires, and what we want. And just be full of what God wants for his bride. Amen. For his body. Amen. And to come into that place that we are just, just hungering and thirsting for the spirit of God to demonstrate and to move. Amen. And this is the place that we are, have been praying for, and I believe that the church needs to come into, is that place of man's term revival, but God's reality of emptying yourself and coming into his place of just yielded to the Spirit of God. Amen. 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 Well, glory to God. We've had a hoedown. Yes, we have. Separate. Um, there was just something we, before today's sessions all started, we were in the, in the office and just praying. And um, I was just sharing something um, with Bert and Carolyn, and Tim was there, and, and Carrie, and um, I think, I don't know who was all there. But anyway, um, my husband woke up this morning, and he said, he said, Damn, how did you back. Sleep? I said, how did you sleep last night? He said, not real good. And I said, neither did I. But mine was because of the stirring. When I, you're under the anointing. I stir, so I don't sleep, you know, real good. But anyway, um, he said, my I woke up with a lot of lower back pain. I was like, man, this is a normal. Thought, well, what what did I do? do? Yeah. What did you do? I said, why? why? And then. Or what did she do during the night? <laughs> there you yeah. go. She beat me up when I, was I wasn't looking. walking on his back. No. So anyway, um, but I had a dream. And this is my dream. In my dream, I saw this huge TV. And the old, you know, when the first ones came out, I remember we actually had like a blonde, we called it a blonde color TV. It was that light colored, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Console TV, you know, wooden box, big, you know. Heavy. Big, Say heavy. thing. You know, yeah, black and white with the lines that go across. And my brother Gary was in the dream. And um, he came to pick up the TV. So my husband said, 
you know, I I'll can get the carry TV. that TV. I'll get the TV. And I said, hi, that's too heavy. You need two people. Like, let Gary help you. I got it. And I'm so a man. I can do this. In the, in the dream, um, outside, the, when he walked out the door, there was like three steps down. And so, you know, the big guy, he just picked up that TV. And he didn't take three steps down. He just took one big giant step down. Hooah. And he walked over and he got it in the truck. And I just looked and I said, "Hun, Gary would have helped you. And it was like, I got it. And so um, when we were talking about it, how was your back? I'm saying, thanks for the dream. <laughs> how is your is that of God or the devil? What's going on here? How's your back now? My back is fine. But here's another way that God speaks. God can speak through dreams and visions. And even and Carolyn was reminding us as well that uh, a lot of times, sometimes, but God moves in that way that he'll give. Impressions. And not just ministers. Business. He could give it to you where it's not actually a, a demonic entity that's at work trying to inflict you with infirmity. It could be the Holy Spirit. And that's where we have to discern between right and wrong good and evil, and have discerning of the spirits in, in a part of our apparatus that we work with. Because God could communicate somebody's need to you via a pain symptom. And what God was, uh, what we realized was it was this dream and everything else was networking, that there's lower back problems that God wants to heal right now. Yeah. So that's what we want to do is pray for people that have. Whether they're here or online. Yeah. Here, we're going to pray after we end this session. God is going to heal, heal you, you back. Absolutely. Hallelujah. To see that kind of working of the Holy Spirit. And, um, and I knew he didn't hurt his back. So for him to say that was like, you know, what? And I started to laugh. Why had a dream? I saw you doing this. And, and then seeing the But it could have been somebody. And, and Carolyn, yeah. But it could have been somebody that picked up a heavy item and God was using that to communicate it through the dream. But if there's any, is there anybody in here? Let me just see a show of hands. Okay, Grace, did you pick up a TV? Okay. No. Anybody here with a bad back? Lower That's back. A, lower back. Anybody in here? Pain. Lower okay. back. Okay. One, two, three, We're going to pray for you okay. as, after we close online. All right. But we're going to end this Well, session. let's first pray for online for those that may have a bad back. Father, in Jesus' name, stretch your hands. Everybody in here, if you would. And if you have that need, sow the seed. If you have that need, sow the seed in faith right now. That, Lord, that anyone and everyone watching online, in the name of Jesus, we release the healing power of God in their back, their spine, the discs, the ligaments, the vertebrae, nerves be healed in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. We praise you, Father. Hallelujah. God is good. And we believe for that. And all those who are watching, yes, all those that were watching by internet, we just bless you if you're watching. And maybe it's three months, maybe it's three years, three years from now that 
you are watching this, it is still, the anointing is still alive it's tangible. and it's fresh and we release all that God has in spoken into your life in Jesus' Say, name. And, and just get moving and be free. Hallelujah. And, and if you're watching online and you would like to contribute and help support and be a blessing to the panel, there's a, a place on the bottom of that screen that will give you a chance to sow seed if you want to be a blessing for that purpose. Amen. Amen. So we bless you in Jesus' name, and we say bye for now. <laughs> Amen.